Welcome to the Viauto Podcast's special series, Retail Revival. In the series, we'll be taking a closer look at the operational challenges, issues, and opportunities dealers across the country are facing with the COVID-19 crisis. In each series episode, Viauto thought leaders and dealers will share their insights and perspectives to help you manage your business today and find your way to a brighter tomorrow. I'm your host, Lance Helgeson with Viauto. Today I'm joined by Brian Finkelmeyer, Senior Director of New Car Solutions for Viato, to talk a little bit about the current conditions in the new vehicle marketplace and what that means for dealers. Brian, thank you for taking time to join the program. Lance, thanks so much for having me on. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. Let's maybe start the conversation, Brian, with this article that you have just written. It talks about a game of roulette in new cars. Tell us what you mean. Yeah, so you know, Lance, I think many of us, myself included, as the early days of this COVID crisis came about, we're just trying to find our footing on what exactly is happening here as the stock market and the auto business. And then as this thing has evolved, you know, in many markets across the country, unfortunately, dealers have had to more or less cease operations. So I think many of us have been struggling to try to make sense of all this. And what I began thinking about was in my conversations with dealers, is, you know, this interesting dilemma that car dealers are faced with right now, which is, should I continue taking new vehicle inventory from my factory or should I turn off the faucet tomorrow morning? And it's interesting, the conversations I've had, it sort of seems like there's a, an even split of opinion on that. Many dealers have been very quick to say, I don't want any inventory, despite perhaps even what OEMs might be doing to try to help soothe the pain a bit. And then I think other dealers that I've spoken to have said, you know, I absolutely want to continue taking inventory. And they've given me some interesting reasons for doing that. One of which is, is that it does provide some cash flow. And in times of crisis like this, it's always good to have some cash on hand. And new vehicle deliveries bring with them hold back checks and floor plan credits and advertising assistance and what have you. And so that's a positive thing. And then one of the other interesting things that I heard was that Many dealers that have unfortunately had to furlough or in some cases lay employees off have been very, very reluctant to do that with technicians because they're so difficult to find. And so the PDI work that is associated with new vehicle deliveries certainly gives our technicians something to keep them busy and make a little bit of money off that. I have thought it was a very interesting dilemma. And in my head, I've sort of thought of it a bit like, you know, at the roulette wheel, some dealers are betting on red and some dealers are betting on black. In the case of the dealers who might be, say, betting on red, what are the factors that are making them make that play? So the dealers betting on red, I think, are largely those that are looking at the simple math of what's going on here, which is that the U.S. new car business, which posted a 16.8 million SAR in February, which is a very solid number, dropped to about 11.3 in March. And they say the back half of March really was like a five or six. And then in April, I think the early forecast, in fact, I heard on CNBC, they were talking about maybe a four to five million unit SAR for the month. But we just heard some good news this week from J.D. Powers is reporting that the first two weeks of April have actually been a little bit better than what was thought. And that maybe instead of sales being down 70, 80 percent, Maybe new car volumes are only going to be down maybe 55, 60%, which is still, don't get me wrong, a horrible number. 
but not quite as catastrophic as what we thought. And from what I hear, in many parts of the country, roughly 50% of the nation is still, you can go and buy cars, whether they're delivering them or they've got new policies put up for how they're interacting with their customers. And let's call it 50% of the country, there are some consumers out there that are pretty excited about 0% for 84 months or no payments for six months or some of these really aggressive offers that some of the domestics have put in the marketplace. You know, I think there's still some people out there saying, for whatever reason, I had a need to buy a new car. I don't think there's, as I've told you, Lance, I don't think there's a lot of purchases going on with emotion right now. I think most of the new car purchases are being made based on necessity. But of those necessity buyers in the marketplace, 0% for 84 months is a pretty compelling offer. So do you land in the camp that perhaps suggested if a dealer's playing red, then maybe that's a bad idea? Well, you know, I think it's really case by case, Lance. And I think if we look at the math of what is happening with the drop off in sales, it's just happened so much faster than what the inventories can correct. The day supplies, and I captured this in the article, had been really hovering around 72 days for the industry. And now with COVID, we're probably talking 140, 150, almost double the day supply just overnight. So many dealers, I think, that are, as you say, are betting on red are saying, I want to withhold any more car shipments because you know, I'm very concerned about what the near-term future is going to look like. But I think there's reason for optimism. And as many of us know, the car business, what partly makes this so much fun is it's largely a group of people that are optimistic and always find a way to get it done. And so I think that sort of spirit inside auto dealers says, hey, we are going to figure this out as a country. And when we figure this out, there's good reason to think that a lot of pent up demand car sales that should have taken place in April, May, maybe deals that we see happen in June and July. I think there's definitely some truth to that. And I also think if I was a bet man, I would bet that the federal government is going to do a targeted stimulus to help spur things in the U.S. car industry. Because what I do know is that the U.S. auto industry employs 18 million people, represents 3.5% of total GDP. This is a too-big-to-fail industry, and there's no doubt in my mind that the politicians, one way or another, are going to figure out a way to support the car business. And once that happens, whether that's a cash-for-clunker program or whatever they come up with, I think you're going to see some real turbo gas poured on the demand side of things, and we could see things turn very quickly in a much more positive light than what we're feeling today. And is it your sense, Brian, that the dealers who are playing black, as you say, are really sort of looking at that time frame and saying, you know, if I keep it coming, keep loading up, I'll be in better shape than somebody who wasn't when things return. Yeah, you know, I think it's interesting, Lance, and, you know, even when it comes to investing in the stock market, sometimes the pain of missing out is greater than the pain of riding the wave downward. And many of those people that have kind of sold out their entire portfolios, and now all of a sudden the stock market's climbing back the other way, there's a lot of pain associated with missing out on that uptick. And I think maybe there's a parallel there that many car dealers, their biggest nightmare is to miss out on demand and miss out on that opportunity to capture customers. Last night, the president talked about phase one and phase two as we begin to turn this economy back on. But let's certainly hope and pray that things get back to a more normal footing. And I'm in the camp, certainly, that believes that by summer, that many car dealers are going to be seeing some business, maybe not to the level that we saw in February of 2020, but certainly a heck of a lot better than we're experiencing right here in the midst of April, where things are pretty grim. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One other thought here, Brian, you know, so it's clear if you're optimistic and believe that things will get better, perhaps quicker than maybe others might believe that bringing an inventory to be ready can make good sense. But I guess I'm wondering if I'm sitting not so much like red, red, if you will, but maybe a little red and wondering, should I say no, or maybe I should play ball a little bit here. What's your thought as far as doing that? Is that something that could be an effective middle ground? Yeah, I think, you know, Lance, that goes back to the point I made before. If, if obviously, all of this is a case-by-case basis. So if I was an operator that was sitting heavy on inventory before COVID hit, I think that would certainly skew my view of the world. If I was a dealer that perhaps was on the other side of the equation, I might be a little more bullish. But I think, you know, that gets back to one of the core principles we always talk about at the auto. It's just having that understanding of what my inventory situation is at my dealer relative to the market average for my brand. And I think that's probably a pretty good indicator as to whether or not to getting to the point that you're making of just how bullish should I or shouldn't I be. I think would largely be driven based on what's my relative position to the rest of the market. Because certainly, if I'm already 50 days heavy versus the market, I don't know that I can sit here with a straight face and tell you should go bulk up on more inventory. But I think that certainly being thoughtful in what we're doing in this particular moment in time can set us up for hopefully some brighter days ahead. One last question, Brian. Do you think it's fair to say that because of what the factories have done in terms of production, that in previous years maybe where there was less responsive adjustments in production and supply to crises, that dealers won't see perhaps quite the same level of pressure, if you will, to take inventory that they might have in the past? What's your sense there? Lance, I think that's a fantastic point, and I think that's one of the key points that we should have probably covered earlier, I should have mentioned earlier. It's just the fact that production across the world has almost halted. I just read here recently that China is just beginning to reopen things. And so not only are these U.S. auto plants largely shuttered, but the supply chains that are really global supply chains have also been totally disrupted. And so I really think that dealers need to typically manage their inventory and sales on more of a 30 to 60 day view of how am I looking for the next month or so. And really with this particular crisis, I would argue we need to almost take like a four to six month view because largely what we have today, it's going to have to get us through probably July or August at the earliest before we resume seeing those typical volumes that we're used to seeing because these manufacturing plants are more like barges than speedboats. And it's not easy to just turn it on, turn it off. And so I think we're going to see quite a bit of disruption on the supply side. So when you kind of take everything into aggregate, which is to say, you know, I do believe that demand is going to come back this summer. There's these necessity purchases that have to take place. That's getting pent up in the system. I bet money that the government adds more fuel to the fire with a stimulus directed at the car business, hopefully sometime this summer. Add on top of that the fact that the manufacturing normal flow of production has largely been halted and won't resume for probably three to six months. I'm betting with those guys betting on black on the table that I'm on the bullish side of things to say I'd rather take the inventory versus being on the sideline and missing out. And I guess that's coming from a place where we could assume if you had an inventory, Brian, that you were managing it as best you could until now. So you perhaps aren't the one with the heavy load. Exactly. 
Well, thanks, Brian. We appreciate you taking some time to share your perspective with us. We'll look forward to our next conversation. Lance, thank you. And thank you, folks, for listening in. Until next time, stay well. Stay well.